Welcome to the Spiritual Warfare Network Podcast, the training ground for warriors in Christ who are ready to walk in their God-given power and authority. Apostle DeCoy Green is about to equip you with kingdom strategies and teach you how to strategically pray and effectively engage the enemy in spiritual warfare. Now let's get into today's teaching. Opportunity uh, to uh, uh, dive forth in your word. We thank for the words to go forth today. We know to go forth with power and accomplish what you set out to accomplish in the lives of these, your people, oh God. We thank you. We praise you. I ask you to speak to me and speak through me, oh God. You be glorified. You be magnified in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, God, we come against every distraction, every seed. The enemy will try to sow of distraction. We cancel right now. We shut it down right now. We blood block it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Open our ears to hear. Touch our hearts to receive this word, oh God. Open our eyes that we will see what it is that you're trying to reveal to us, oh God. We thank you now. We praise. We glorify you now. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right. So, uh, so of course, we... Uh, we're still on our series, uh, defeating uh, the demonic strongman. Uh, and last week, uh, we talked about uh, uh, the function of of a godly strongman. Again, it was the the function uh, of of a godly strongman. Uh, and we said again some some of the the, the characteristics of a godly strongman uh, that in order to sustain the assaults of the demonic strongman and overcome the strongman, we have to know God. Not just know who God is, but we have to know God. Uh, that means being in relation with God. Uh, we also talk about how we have to uh, know Jesus. We have to know Jesus uh, in order to, and in order to know God, we know again uh, we have to know Jesus. Uh, and and then to overcome the demonic strongman, uh, we also have to have the Word of God abiding in us. So again, the the Word of God must literally abide within us. It has to be in our heart, not just talking about the Word, but being doers uh, again of uh, the word of God. So uh, those are the characteristics, uh, again, of, 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 a, of a godly strong man. Uh, and also that our souls must be healed. We also talk about our souls must be healed so that the strong man doesn't find any room to stay or come back. Uh, so, uh, and of course, we talk about, again, the, the authority, the same authority that Christ gave to the disciples uh, uh, who walk with him. And then th- that he gave to the semi disciples. Again, it's the same uh, that that he gave to us. And again, that the, that, that the strong man will fight. Number one, there's a demonic strong man and a godly strong man. We are the godly strong man uh, who's supposed to stand our ground and continue to bring the kingdom of God on earth. Uh, and again, that the demonic strong man will test every bit of our authority that's in us. They don't respond to tears. They don't respond to fear. They don't respond to worry. They respond to our power and authority. And that's what we are to carry as manifested sons and daughters of God. Uh, and so, again, God didn't give us power uh, uh, just to have it. He gave us power against the enemy, all the works of the enemy, all the power of the enemy, including the demonic strong man. And even though the, the strong man will fight, we also strong man and we're not going to back down from the fight. We're not going to let the demonic strong man bully us, but we're going to show up and bring the kingdom of God on earth, because Christ, who is our life, when he appears, we shall appear also. Uh, so, again, if you missed last week, make sure you go back uh, and watch uh, that replay. Um, and so today we're going to go in part three and we can continue to talk about the function of a godly strong man. So we're going to kind of finish uh, where we left off and talk about the function of a godly strong man. Uh, and so uh, with that being said, 
when we talk about being the body of Christ, about Christ being our life, uh, Christ being our identity, uh, so to speak, uh, we, have, we have to understand, and I've, I've said this before, that there's three levels uh, to the body of Christ. Again, there's three levels to the body of Christ. Uh, the first level is when you first get saved. That's when you begin to learn about Christ. That's that salvation. So now we're saved, we accept Jesus Christ. Now we begin to learn of him, learn of his ways, learn about him, learn how to be like him, learn what he did, right? And so uh, that's the first level. The second level is where a lot of the body of Christ is, is to be like Christ, trying to be Christ-like. And on this level, children of God aim to be Christ-like, uh, try to, to be like Christ and try to do some of what Christ did, uh, try to obey God's word. This is where you begin to work his body and operate within various functions of his body. Uh, th- there's movement in, at this level and action is taken again to let our light shine. Uh, and again, this is where the majority of the body of Christ is on the second level, but it's the third level, which is what he wants all of us to be. It's the third level is where manifested sons and daughters of God live from, where manifested sons and daughters of God walk in, live in. It's becoming Christ. This is where, where Christ becomes your life. This is where we become the living manifestation of Christ in earth. This is Christ who's in you, becomes you, because it's the real you. This is Christ who is in you, becomes you, because it's the real you. He duplicated himself in us. So you go from learning about Christ to just being like Christ. To becoming the manifestation of Christ as he reigns and rules through you. As he rules and reigns through us. He speaks through your mouth, sees through your eyes, moves to your feet. He literally becomes the air that you breathe. He literally becomes the air that we breathe. Because he's in us and he becomes us. The fullness of him. The manifestation of him. This is the position where you really begin to rule and reign on earth from. This is that position. So your identity is Christ. Our identity is Christ. Remember again that we died. Our life, when we accepted Christ, we died. We crucified that flesh. Our life no longer belonged to us. It belongs to Christ. That's a good thing. That's good news. That's what we want. That's what we should want to be. We become the manifestation of him. Now, we talk about the function of a godly strongman. That this is what a godly strongman looks like. They become the manifestation of Christ. Now, no, notice the difference now. Just because you're a child of God, doesn't automatically make us a strong man. It's not automatic in that way. The word's got to be strong in us. Christ's got to be strong in us. To become a godly strong man. Now, some who's on that first level or that second level, it's now we all got the same power, access to the same power. But as far as being a godly strong man, it's not just like that first and second level where uh, we have some strength. You have some strength to come up against the works of the enemy. You have some strength to show up. You have some strength to be obedient, which it still comes from the Lord. But we're talking about Christ becoming our life. 
That's who we become a godly, strong man. We don't just have strength. Christ becomes our strength. Christ becomes our life. Christ is in us and through us. And we bring the kingdom of God on earth. We don't have a life outside of Christ. This is the level that I'm talking about. That God wants us all to be and God wants us all to stay on. Hello. So let's put it in perspective. It's him at work in us. He does the greater works through you. Remember he said greater works you shall do. It's him doing the greater works in and through us. So now you don't just work his body. Watch this now. We're not just working his body, but we become his body. That's the body of Christ. We become his body. We're not just working his body, working within his body. We become the embodiment of the manifestation of Christ in earth. We become Christ. Not Jesus Christ himself. It's him ruling and reigning in us. Remember again, Christ is a title. It means a person who was set aside to serve God, to serve Yahweh. Jesus Christ was the first Christ of many brothers and sisters, many other Christ who will be born after him. He now rules and reigns in us. You've been anointed by God who has set you aside to serve him and to carry his will in earth. He never intended, nor was it even possible for us to do this in our own strength. So you talk about defeating the demonic strong man. You have to become that godly strong man. That God sent you on earth to be. You become the manifestation of Christ. And I've taught this before in our, in our warrior circle. A mentorship group that 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 you that you are Christ. Your last name will be Christ. The embodiment of him. The embodiment of him. Daphne Christ, Maureen Christ, JD Christ, Jamila Christ, Joyce Christ, Cynthia Christ, Cheryl Christ, Renisha Christ, Sonia Christ. We carry that title. Anointed one. We carry that title. That's who you are. Accept it. Embrace it. Get used to it. Bury Christ. This is who we are. This is who we are. Decoy Christ. Hello. Put in perspective now. So in the, in the realm of the spirit, you bearing the last name Christ. This position gives you an advantage against the demonic strongman, but we must utilize our authority. And again, the word Christ uh, in the Greek is equivalent to the Hebrew word uh, 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 Mashiach, or, or, or also means Messiah. Jesus Christ's name translated is in Hebrew is Yeshua HaMashiach. And 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 uh, uh, Mashiach in the Old Testament Hebrew also means Anointed One. And this was a term used in reference to a new king being anointed before they took their throne, or that of a priest. And what does scripture say? That you are kings and priests unto God. You got to take your throne. You are a king. That's gender inclusive. King, queen. You are a king being anointed. You've been anointed by Holy Spirit. And now we have to take our throne. As a ruler and as a priest. And let me remind you again, under the Mosaic law. You could not be a king and a priest. You could be a king and a prophet. 
You could be a priest and a prophet, but you could not be a king and a priest. It was only after Christ's sacrifice. He died, rose from the dead, all power in heaven and earth that was given unto him. That's when the veil was torn from the uh, the holy place into the holies of holies. And now we could go to God directly for ourselves. This was not always the case. You and I was not human beings, so to speak. We're not always able to go to God for themselves. The priest had to go to God for the people. Now you have the ability to get direct access to the throne room, direct access to God's throne. And by the way, he gave you a throne to rule from on earth. You've been anointed as a king, as a priest to rule. So they were anointed in the Old Testament with oil and it, represent, and it represented them being a representative of God. Let's be reminded again, we're kings and priests, queens and priests unto God. That's responsibility. That's rulership. Take your seat. Take your seat of authority. You've already been appointed. You've already been anointed by Holy Spirit. Oh, people say, I want that anointing. I want this anointing. You have the ultimate anointing. Holy Spirit, the one who gives the gifts. Hello. That's why scripture says, walk in the spirit. It's simple. Walking in the spirit means that I'm stepping into Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is stepping into Christ. Christ is stepping into God. Manifestation, Christ steps out of God. Holy Spirit steps out of Christ. We step out of Holy Spirit. Manifestation, revelation is passed down. It's transferred. No matter which way you go. You were sent here to rule as a godly strong man. In order to overcome a demonic strongman, you got to bind them and then plunder their goods. But you got to be strong enough to bind the strongman, the demonic strongman. You got to be strong enough to show up on that territory and say, you know what? Things will go on a certain way for a long time, but things are about to change because I just showed up. Things are about to change because I'm bringing the power and authority of Christ. Things are about to shift. This has been going on in my life. This has been going on in my bloodline. This has been going on around me long enough. I heard about it before I was even born. The history of this of my on my bloodline and the history of that. But it's going to change with me. I am the regulator. I am the agent of change. I come to bring change. That's your mindset. You come to bring change. You have the mind of Christ. You've come to rule. You've come to subdue. You've come to have dominion. You've come to bring God's kingdom and no strong man from hell is going to stop it. This has to be your outlook. This has to be your mindset. Moving forward. We're not backing down. You've been beat on long enough, beat up long enough, lied to long enough, stuck in a corner long enough, been hiding behind the scenes long enough. This is your coming out party as a godly strong man. Creation has been moaning and groaning and moaning and groaning and waiting and waiting and waiting for you to manifest. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the moment. Don't look for nobody else. He called you. Don't look for nobody else. He chose you. Don't look for nobody else. He tapped you on the shoulder. Hello. Hello. Line drawn in the sand. Manifest the son and daughters of God on this side. Status quo on that side. God loves you. 
You ain't gonna miss heaven. But you're gonna miss heaven on earth. You're gonna miss bring God's kingdom on earth, which is what you were sent here to begin with. Why you were sent here to begin with. God is not gonna just put us on the throne. We gotta take our seat. We have to take our seat as mighty men and women of God, as manifested son and daughter of God, as the manifestation of Christ. Now is time. And, and, and we can't say we have not been warned. We can't say God hasn't been telling us, get your house in order, get your house in order. How bad do you want it? There's some who want to stay in the outer court. There's some who will get in the holy place. But how many want to go into the holies of holies and keep showing up and keep showing up? We can't say he hasn't been telling us and telling us and telling us and telling us. And none of us is exempt from that. Because how critical this season is and God is not going to put work above time with him. There's a timetable that he has for this great revival. We on the clock. We on the clock. He's not putting nothing, anyone, anything above his will. Hello? Nothing or anything above his will. Put that in perspective. Let's go to Psalm 24 and 1. Psalm 24 and 1. Let me get past the scripture, Psalm 24, 1, New King James Version. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. So the fact that the entire globe belongs to God lets us know that as his children, we have an inheritance. And he becomes our inheritance. We have territory that he's assigned to us to possess and rule in. Keep in mind, God's given you territory. He said, rule there. Have dominion there. And not that we're glorified, but that God is glorified in the earth. That God is glorified in the earth. It's part of our job to remind demons, which is walking social, that nothing belongs to them. Nothing. And we're going to take back whatever they stole plus interest. And this basic principle helps understand why Satan tries to fight us for territory. That belongs to us. Because he has no inheritance. He thought him and the fallen angels thought they inherited the earth until we showed up. We spoiled the plane. They thought they had inherited the earth. Until we showed up. With God's glory, which is what they lost. With God's presence, which is what they lost. And we had the audacity to come on earth. Yes, to spoil their parade, to spoil their party, to spoil their fun. And now that's why they're raging war against us because they know what time it is. They know we came here to take over. They know we came here to bring God's kingdom. Understand that. So then they're trying to kill, they're trying to steal, they're trying to destroy what rightfully belongs to us. It's a battle over territory. That's why we have to take our seat of authority through prayer, through the word of God, through seeking God, through through, through worship, spending time with God. We have to seek him. 
And if it seems like the enemy is trying to mess with what's yours, you expect it to use the power and authority that you've been given to put them in their place. And we see it in scripture and, 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 and in war during our time. When an army invades another territory and they win, they now have jurisdiction and control over that territory that was just conquered. The enemy has been raging war against us, but now it's time for us to rage war against the enemy and rightfully take our seat on our throne that God put us on, that he's assigned us to, to rule from. And it becomes difficult for demons to steal from you like they did in the past when you're in your seat of authority. Don't mean they're not going to fight you, but it's going to be much more difficult for them. And that's why the demonic strongman wants to stay hidden. Because they don't want to be found out. They don't want you to overtake them. They don't want you to continue to grow in God because they know they have no more room to stay. They know they're going to be found out. They know they're going to be exposed. They know they're going to be wiped out. They understand this. They know your threat level. But it all belongs to God. And God said, now go ahead and do business until Christ returns. Oh, and by the way, even though he's going to return for the church, He's already returned for you. Watch this now. Your own personal salvation journey, your own personal walk with Christ as he rules and reigns in us. He's already returned for you as you walk in obedience to the will of God and you live in a lifestyle of prayer and you're seeking God. Christ has already returned for you to use you on the earth as he works in and through you until he comes back for the whole church. But when we in God, when we in the glory of God, we seeking God, Christ has already returned. And I know that's messed with your theology right there. When we're in Christ, he's ruling and reigning us. He's already come back for us because he's walking in and through us and working in and through us and finishing what he started on earth in and through us. Christ already came. You got to repeat after me. Christ has already come for me. Say it again. Christ has already come for me. He already has because he's at work in us now. If we allow him to. If we sold up to him, if truly. We throw out our will out the window. Pick up our cross, put on Christ and let his will, his desires become our will, become our desires. Hello. He's already come for you. Ruling and reigning in us. His breath becomes our breath, the air that we breathe. He's already come for you. And he's working in and through you, through your hands, through your feet, through your mouth, through your eyes. And that's why when we're in him, when the enemy sees us, he don't see us. He sees Christ because Christ has already come for you. Hello. Not just because you're saved, not just because you've accepted him as your Lord and personal savior. That's step one. Not just because you're trying to be like him. That's step two. But when you become the manifestation of him, he becomes the embodiment of who you are. Now he's come for you. Now he's taking over you. Now you are 
possessed by Christ. In his possession. Sold out to him. Living for him. Entrenched in him. Hello? Are you following me now? This is a godly strong man. This is the function of a godly strong man. A status quo child of God is not a godly strong man yet. And this is how we overcome the demonic strong man. You think you just going to show up in your bloodline. Yes, God sent you as a curse breaker. You just going to show up on your bloodline. A strong man who's been on your bloodline for ages. For centuries. For centuries upon centuries. You just going to show up. And because you saved, they're going to go. I, I, I know that's what some of you have been taught. Just because you saved. I got salvation. That's all that matters. Yes, that, that helps you for eternal eternity. But as far as fighting a battle on earth, that don't got nothing to do with your salvation. Fighting the battles on earth that the enemy coming for you for, it's about that power and that authority that you're carrying. It's about the kingdom of God that you're carrying, the authority of Christ that you're carrying, Christ imbi- becoming an embodiment of who you are, becoming that strong man to defeat strong men. Hello. And that's why so many people in the body of Christ have been disappointed and let down because they would. They said, well, they told him just to keep the faith. And I've been saying Jesus was going on. I've been saying the name of Jesus was going on. The word got to be strong in you. God got to be strong in you. Christ got to be strong in you. The king of God got to be strong in you. To overcome the demonic strong man. This ain't no fly by night demon. This ain't no just showed up here yesterday demon. This ain't no little demon with little power. This is a demon with a lot of power. We got greater power, but we got to exercise that power. Just saying you're, you're saved, just saying you got power ain't going to make the strong man leave. The strong man going to be like, let me see your power. Let me see your authority. Yeah, you say you're a child of God. Let me see that word in you. Let me see the power and authority. Let me see Christ. Do I see him? Do I see him in you? Do I see him? They're going to test that. That's why there's so many people frustrated and down and out and walking away and abiding Christ because the church has been selling them a, 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 a load of, of, of mess, Sh- sweet candy, sweets, making them feel good, sound good, but ain't get to the root of that thing. You got to walk in the power and authority of God, and it ain't just automatic. You got it, but the power has to be activated in our lives. And I'm sorry if you haven't been taught how to fight, but you can't say that's going to be your story if you connected here. You got to become, we've got to become godly strong men to defeat strong men. And here you are thinking you just fighting your fight. But you think you just fighting your fight. But that strong man ain't fighting you just because it's your fight. They fighting you not just because of what you're carrying. They fight you because what's on your bloodline. They fight you for some people that they know you you connect to and you can help set their bloodline free. They fight you because they know what you're carrying. They fight because they know that what, you, what territory you now come in and that you you a big threat level. So now you got strong men upon strong men upon strong men trying to surround you. 
Think about that. And now you ain't just fighting no little ranky-dink, little pacified demons. No little baby demons. You fighting kings in their own realm. Kings in Satan's government. And Satan's kingdom. Generals in Satan's kingdom. Who's surrounding you. Because they recognize what you're carrying. They recognize what you've been exposed to. They recognize the knowledge and revelation that you now have. You are far more of a threat than you were years ago. Far more of a threat than you were six months ago. And now all of them, everywhere you go, they're watching. Everywhere they go, they wait for an opportunity. It, you can't do what some other people do because you don't got the type of eyes on you that, 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 others, that others don't have. You, there's more eyes on you. There's more eyes on you. And you ain't dealing with no little pacified demon. You're dealing with a group of kings. Because they recognize this right here. Going to set generations free. This one right here. Going to mess up our plans for the next several decades. If we don't do something with them now. You go into another territory. This demonic king over that territory. That know you coming. Been planning for you. Been waiting for you. Maybe we can handle them here. Maybe we can store something here. Maybe we can slow them down here. Maybe we can trap them here. You can't afford not to pray. You know too much now. You know too much now. You can't afford not to have a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. You know too much now. You 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 don't just carry it. Now you actually activate it. It's now coming out of you. Any something make you afraid. We got power all over all this, but I'm showing you there's more eyes on you. There's more attention on you because of who you are, what you carry, not just because you're a child of God. Folk, folks, they be laughing at folks. Oh, I'm a child of God. Oh, the devil can't mess you because you're a child of God. Enemy look at you like, okay, keep keep telling them that. Keep telling them that so I can keep doing what I'm doing because I know I got legal rights. Keep telling them that and they don't know how to fight. You and teach them how to fight. Keep telling them that so I can keep robbing and robbing. They get mad and not understanding what's going on. Keep telling them that. You got to become a godly strong man. Hello? And so because there's more demonic strongmen who's surrounding you, who's watching you, who's wait, watching your every move. And they got their little lower ranking spirits watching you and monitoring you, waiting for opportunity to pounce. They're going to test it. More, hear me, hear me clearly. Because of what you you now gain access to, the revelation you now have, the understanding of the, the, the glory of God that you carry and not just carry, but you're supposed to administer into the earth. The kingdom of God that's in you that you're supposed to pour in the earth because they recognize this. They're testing more of your authority. They're testing more of your power than they are in folks who are status quo. Why? Because folks who are status quo are not a threat. Let me mess with your theology again. Just because you're saved don't mean the enemy is afraid of you. Just because you're saved don't mean the enemy ain't going to fight. The enemy chooses not to fight certain people as hard because they don't have to. Let me help you understand this another step further. 
The enemy attacks some people through legality, etc., because some people because they want to. They find they find joy in it. They they, they it gets them it makes them happy. They they feed off of it. But manifested sons and daughters of God, the enemy attacks because they have to. Do, do you understand the difference between wanting to and under obligation to where they know they have to because you're that much of a threat, because you're going to cause that much damage, because you messed up their plans for centuries down the road? Hello? Hello now? Just because you're saved don't mean the enemy is afraid of you. They're going to do the same thing. Let me look and see if I see that power. Let me see if I see that authority. Let me see if I see Christ in them. And they attack them ones because they want to. They just be laughing. Yeah, Pastor, keep telling them that. And the people clapping and shouting. And, and then the demons right there. Yeah, preach, Pastor. Keep telling them that. Yeah. And the witch of the wall is sitting there. Yeah, keep telling them that. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going home with you. I'm going home with you. I'm staying with you. I've been with you. Oh, you know what? I done slept with everybody on your bloodline. What you talk about? I'm going back, back home with you and I'm going to get you twice tonight. That's the ones that they want to attack. Manifest the son of those God, they have no choice but to attack because of the damage you will cause. Because of the damage you've already caused. So I'm helping you to understand why the fight has been the way the fight has been. And we're not glorifying the fight. We're simply diagnosing the problem, putting it in perspective, and understanding that because that much eyes on you, that means they don't test a lot of your authority. And because they tested your authority, they read you, they, they studied you, they sized you up. They're saying, ah, it's cool. It's going to take some more strong men to come out here. We got to send some more backup. We can't send the pacified demons to work with these ones. We got to send a strong man here. Now, I want that strong man on their bloodline to partner with the strong man on that bloodline. They connect them with them. Now, I want the strong man on that bloodline to come at them. So now you got five, six, ten strong men. Then I want the strong man over that city right there that's been assigned to that city. Yeah, I want you to do that. Now, the strong man that's been assigned to the marriages on the bloodline. Yeah, I'm going to sign you to them. Oh, the, the, the strong man that's been assigned to the finances on your bloodline. Yeah, I'm going to sign that to them. All these demonic strong men. That's why it feels like you, you do this and it's like it gets knocked back down. And you barely kind of get through with certain things and something else coming because you're not dealing with no ranking thing. No little baby demon. You dealing with strong men upon strong men and they done seen your authority. They know it's there. They've seen your power. It's been tried and tested. So now they saying we got to send more. And that's why I say all the time, the level of prayer that got you here ain't the level of prayer that's going to keep you here. The level of fasting that got you here ain't the level of fasting that's going to keep you here. Keep doing your one time a year, 21 day fast at the beginning of the year because all the churches do it because it's popular. You got to live a fasted life when you talk to strong men like this. Don't be looking at God. God, why? Lord was taking long. He gave you a throne. He said, you rule. You occupy. You do business until Christ returns. This earth is your home. It's, it's, your, it's, 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 it's not your home. It's your throne. You got a crown. You got, you got a, a, a seat of authority. A throne that you sitting on that you rule from on earth. And that ain't none of God's business. It's your business. But when you look at it. It becomes your business. 
because you're working for God the Father. He already sit, put the kingdom in you. He said, I already given you everything pertaining to uh, 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 godliness. He's given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. He's already gave it to us. We can Lord, Lord do this. He's already done it. Now I tell you all the time, some battles God will fight for us. Some people took that 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 one scripture, the Lord will fight your battle. They made a whole theology of it, and they think the Lord will fight all their battles. That's why so many people don't take the body of Christ seriously. Too many think the body of Christ is a joke. The church is a joke. But that's going to change with you. That's going to change with you. We got responsibility to rule, subdue, have dominion. He gave us everything pertaining to life and godliness. Everything. You already got it all. The kingdom of God is in you. The whole kingdom of God is in you. The limitless kingdom of God, the kingdom of God that the enemy cannot stop at all, is in you. Christ is in you. Holy Spirit is in you. We're the DNA of God. Hello? There's some things God said, you don't got to bring some of that stuff to me. Handle it. You got it all. I put it all in you. But what you will do is make sure that you stand on your face, that you chase it after him, to continue to build your spirit man up, to continue to strengthen you, to continue to have that intimate time with God. The level of intimacy with God that got you here. It's not the level of intimacy with God that is going to keep you here. The level of faith that got you here. It's not the level of faith that's going to keep you here. Because the strong man, demonic strong man is going to test every bit of your faith, your authority, your power, every bit of Christ that's in you. They're going to test it. And the reason more demonic strong men have been surrounding you, have been assigned to you, because they've tested their authority. And they recognize this is a real one right here. So we can't do what we used to do. We can't. We, we got to amp it up even more. To maintain ourselves on this level. And you could be causing nothing but hell in the camp of hell. And we're going to laugh while we're doing it. We're going to laugh while we're doing it. Hello. Put in perspective. Again, the enemy attacks some people because they want to. It's fun and games to them. It ain't no big threat. Just, just, just to cause turmoil. But others he attacks, they attack because they have to. They can't afford to let you. That's why I feel like you're like, I can't. I get any kind of break. Everywhere you turn, feel like you can't do nothing without some type of attack. Trying something simple. It's like, devil, y'all going to be petty for this? Come on now. This, this, people don't have to fight for this. What is going on here? Y'all going to be this? Because more eyes on you. More strong men on you. That's why. That's why we got to stay seeking God. And then you can begin to see as you rank up and level up. One by one, they're going to fall. They're going to drop. And then they're going to have to watch you go up. They're going to have to watch you. And this is why you, when you spoil the camps of the enemy, why you going to get so much more than you can even imagine? Because cause now you're binding strong men. You ain't just taking stuff from that belongs to you from low-ranking demons and some of the stuff they have, low-ranking witch and warlocks and some of the stuff they have. You're dealing with some of the big dogs. So they got a lot of stuff. Oh, we're going to bankrupt them of it all. The wealth of the wicked is truly laid up for the just. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We can't wait. You're going to do it by having fun, laughing with a smile on your face because you're going to figure this thing out. 
So you got to diagnose it. That's why I've been dealing with all this. That's what it is. I got multiple strong men. Ain't just no pacified demon, no little baby demon, no little petty demon. I'm dealing with some generals. I see now, God. I see it now. Okay. That's why I can't afford not to stay on my face. That's why I can't do some things some other people do. That's why I can't get away with some other people get away with. Moaz. 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 I just had a conversation with Donna about this yesterday. Something she was talking about whatnot. And we, we was talking about it. I said, well, yeah, you know, I said. A lot of people can do that and get away with it and be fine. I said, you can't. You you just can't because because they're going to be petty and they're going to use that one little thing right there as a legal right and take it to the courts of heaven. Because you know what you know. So we that you can't even you can't, you can't fool with that. Can't do it. And it's not a fair thing. It's strategy. It's wisdom. It's understanding the type of fight that you're in. Think about it. There's some people that the government. If they're high on the list, they, they, they watch them through from the drones. Drones in the sky, they they watching their emails, they watching their every every little thing. High profile people that they're watching. So see the strong man is looking at you as a high profile, manifested son and daughter of God. Your every move. You can halfway have a decent conversation on the phone, talk with the thing, all of a sudden scattering and the phone hanging up and going out. What what is going to devil? You being petty now. Just because I said that. Keep watching. Keep watching. And I'm going to keep striking with blindness. Keep watching. And you're going to keep seeing me elevate and go up and go up and go up and go deep in God. Keep watching. You're going to see me take more territory. And ain't nothing you're going to be able to do about it. This is the confidence that we have because we have Holy Spirit. The confidence we have when we are godly strong men. When Christ rules and reigns in us, we become the manifestation of Christ. This is the confidence that we have. We ain't never scared. We ain't never scared. What we have to fear? Our authority's been tried and tested. We ain't going nowhere. We still showing up. Come for me if you want to. Try me if you want to. You ain't dealing with no low ranking, no no uh, uh, status quo child of God. Come on with it. We ain't backing down. For what? We assassinated yesterday, and we're going to assassinate today. We dominated yesterday. We're going to dominate today. Pick your poison. Choose how you want this fight to go. I'm versatile. Come on. You think I'm going to come with you this way? Oh, oh, I just faked you. I'm coming at you this way. Oh, you thought I was going to do it that way? No, God just told me to go this way. Confusing in me. Because they're setting up. They're like, okay, well, they try to predict you. This, this is what they normally do. Then all of a sudden, oh, they didn't do it this way. What, what's going on? No, nope. the Lord done gave me some insight, some revelation on that. No, nope. I know what you're trying to do. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then you just pose it for them pictures. Sucker. Gotcha again. You thought you had me there. Oh, you thought you were going to have me trapped. Nope. Then, then the Lord used someone to speak into your life about something and encourage. Oh, you know what? What am I thinking? You right. You right. We got this. Hello, buddy. Hello, somebody. Hello. I'm putting in perspective. I'm putting in perspective now. We're here to win. You were born to win. You were born to rule. We got to act like it, like we know why we're here. We have to act like we know why we're here. What you here for? To bring the kingdom of God. And what do I say all the time? If we're not doing what Jesus did, 
What are we doing here? If we're not doing what Jesus did, what are we doing here? Hello now. Put in perspective and we ain't backing down. Hello. All right, let's go to uh let's go to Revelation 1 verses 5 to 6. Revelation chapter 1 verses 5 to 6. Revelation chapter 1 verses 5 to 6. Put in perspective what I already said, Revelation 1, 5 to 6. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Now, in this period, we find Apostle John, he had a revelation. He talks about Jesus being the firstborn from the dead and the ruler over the kings of the earth. Who's those kings of the earth? You and I. And we know, again, we talk, he's talking about kings and queens in God's government. We're also priests unto God, as I already touched on. Christ is the ruler over all the kings of the earth. And that's referring to you and I, male and female, because referring to those in his government. And some translations say in verse 6 that he has made us a kingdom of priests. A kingdom of priests. So, might I submit to you? I'm not stepping on no toes. I'm just, now if the shoe fits, you wear it. I submit to you that if we're a kingdom of priests, a priest makes sacrifices. A priest prays unto God. Now, I'm not talking about no Catholic priest. I'm talking about the original priest that the Lord instituted. As a priest that he's made us as priests unto God, a priest supposed to pray. Repeat after me. Priests pray. Say it again. Priests pray. Now, no need us to run around with all these titles. It ain't doing what comes with that title. He himself said that all of us as his children who accept Jesus Christ, we can only become his children when we accept Christ, or priests. Say it again. Priests pray. What do priests do? Priests pray. So if we are priests, we ought to show some signs and we ought to have a lifestyle of prayer. Now, when I say priests pray, I'm not talking about fly by night, Little itty bitty patty cake prayer. Because every child of God prays. Every religion prays. Even though they ain't praying unto the one and true and living God. But every child of God also prays. But are you praying. On the level of your promotion. And I taught on it. Did this series a long time ago. Praying on the level of your promotion. It's right there on YouTube. Go look it up. Praying on the level of your promotion. If I just broke it down to you. Through Holy Spirit, that when you got this type of attention on you, this type of threat, you have multiple strong men watching your every move. Now, do you think with that information, a little bit of information that you got, that you can pray like you prayed a year ago? You could pray like you prayed five years ago. I don't pray like I prayed three months ago. 
two months ago at that matter. The Lord is pushing us and stretching us and going deeper and deeper because we talk about people he's raised up that's going for real carry his glory. And there is a timetable on this. There is a timeline. He's been saying this for a while now about that timetable, that timeline. And he ain't put nobody, no thing, no nothing above his presence. And I remember on prayer closet for many weeks, he was saying that same thing. Get your house in order. 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 It's going to be in a drawn line of sand, the remnant. And there's going to be the remnant of the remnant. Because he's serious about his glory. And this revival that's upon us. And the Lord's keep it reiterating to me over the past several days. It's, it's got to be clean. It's got to be clean. No contamination. There's no room for it. It's got to be clean. It's got to be clean. Because of what we're carrying. Please know. There's a level where God don't play. And you know what that level begins with? With his glory. What happened when Uzzah touched the ark? Now the ark was falling. It was wobbling. So he did what seemed to be the right thing. But he touched that ark and he died. What happened when the Philistine army captured the ark? Which represented God's presence during that time. That's where the glory of God dwelt. Man, them boys said, get rid of Please, we stole this. Please take it. Folks with Don Lester are getting wiped out because of the glory. They couldn't handle the glory. Flesh can't dwell in God's glory. And then they stay, they, they stay left the ark at Obed Edom's house. And what happened when they left the ark at Obed Edom's house? His whole household got blessed. His whole household got blessed. So in one form, the glory was killing folk and wiping out the enemy army because they stole the ark. Now it, it, it winds up at another man's house who went with that army and his whole house got blessed. And then the Israelites had to come back and get the ark of covenant and they celebrated. David them celebrated because they bring the ark back and he was dancing like as he was dancing out of his clothes, etc. The glory is back. God don't play with his glory. It's 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 too holy. It's his presence. Well, by the way, Satan got kicked out of heaven, and the fallen angels who fell with him got kicked out of heaven because they played with God's glory. He thought he could be God. He thought he could overtake heaven. But you notice God didn't fight him, right? No, he they fought with Michael and Michael's angels. Satan ain't on God's level. He's a fallen angel, a created being that rebelled against God or thought he could rebel against God. God don't play with his glory. And we don't know God's timetable. We just know he said, I want a clean house. Get your house in order. Get your house in order. Get your house in order. Don't you know in the Old Testament, if there was one, one, one person with sin in the camp, it would impact the whole camp? Hello? Hello? Put in perspective. Now, Sonny, I understand you might be new, but you're saying, why would God let them spy on us in the sky when we're not evil? Because the enemy's job is to kill, steal, and destroy. God ain't letting them do nothing. 
So, so let it, God ain't get that get that out your head. God ain't that's that's not a mindset of a child of God with the mind of Christ. God, why God? Why you allow this? Why God? No, you are kings and priests. You got a throne that you rule from on earth. God said, rule, subdue, have dominion. Yes, you have an enemy who's out to get you, who's trying to out to attack you, who's out trying to destroy you. But we got power and authority over it. But we have to do our part. Do our part. Because again. Psalm 115 and 16 sums it all up. The heavens belong to the Lord. The earth he gave to humanity. He told us to deal with it. He told us to rule here. He told us to, to, to manage the earth. That's our job. That's our job. That's our job. To manage the earth. And the enemy don't like that. All right. So, so, so again, uh, back, back, back to this passage now. Uh, so, so again, the ruler, the kingdom of priests, priests pray. Remember that a kingdom is a state of government having a king or queen as its head. We're a kingdom and Christ is our head. We're a kingdom bringing God's kingdom on earth. Christ loves us. He washed us from our sins. We were once in bondage to sin, but Christ's blood set us free. Celebrate the blood. The enemy tries to keep your soul in bondage to the pains of the past. But the blood of Jesus is here to free your soul. Remember, we talked about, talk about last week that one uh, our definition uh, of the past we were in was uh, uh, in uh, 1 John 2, 2 and 14. Uh, one, one translation was of one who has strength of soul to sustain their soul to Satan. Strength of soul. As a godly strong man, we have to have our soul to be healed. Strength of soul. Because the enemy wants to keep your soul, our soul in bondage. So notice that after John spoke of Christ loving us and washing from our sins in his own blood, that it goes on to say he made us kings and priests to God. And if you want to rule on earth for God as a rule in his earthly kingdom, you must continually be washed in the blood. You have the blood. We got to use the blood. As a king in God's government, in order to fitly engage a king in Satan's government, you got to cover yourself in the blood. The, the blood of Jesus is also a weapon. It's something to be applied, not just once in your life. We apply it daily for war. And demons want us to shed blood because they draw power, power from blood. But our blood has no power in, in it of itself. We draw from Jesus' blood, which has all power. All power. The blood of Jesus is able to go where we can't go. It goes deep into the situation and destroys the root when we send it. And you bring about great sealing and healing in your soul when you send the blood of Jesus and that light of Christ into your soul. And God gave us the right, the responsibility, the rule on earth. And it belongs to him. No matter how much territory the enemy tries to take, it still belongs to God. Our last passage, Psalm 115 and 16. I already quoted it. Psalm 115 and 16. The heavens belong to the Lord, but he has given the earth to all humanity. Did he say he gave the earth to himself? Do it all belongs to him. Who did he give it to? Who did he give it to? He gave it to us. It's abundantly clear the heavens belong to God, but the earth he gave to us. To rule in. Until Christ returns. But oh, Christ has already returned in you as a manifested son and daughter of God. He rules and reigns in us when we allow him to. It's not God's job to rule on earth. It's our job to rule as he rules and reigns in us, as he does, goes to work in us. It's not God's job to fix problems on earth. Uh-oh. Say what? 
it's not God's job to fix problems on the earth. It's our job. He hired you for a job. He assigned you to a job. But the good news is he made that job easy. The enemy makes it hard. You're fighting us. But God made it easy. He said, just seek me. Trust me. Obey me. Have faith in me. Obey me. Trust me. Seek me. I'm already at work in you. You just got to keep showing up and let me do what I do in and through you. It's our job to bring his kingdom, which comes with his power, which comes with the authority of Christ. Where Christ is, we are. He's in us, so we rule here. We run this yard. We run this yard over and over and over again. We run the yard today, and we can run it tomorrow, and we can run it next week, and we can run it next month, and we can run it next year, and we're going to keep running it as we stay seeking God. As we continue to seek God. Priests pray. Priests pray. Hello, priest, pray. And you are a godly strong man. That's how you defeat the demonic strong man is getting our house in order. By seeking God, spending more time with God, intimacy with him. Priest, pray. Say it again. Priests, pray. Priests, pray. Jesus often withdrew. Into the wilderness to do what? To pray. Lifestyle. Spending time with God. Spending time with God. That's the secret formula. It's not going to change. So as godly strongmen, we can overcome and defeat the demonic strongman. We're going to go deeper into this series. But at first, you had to understand your identity. As a godly strongman. And how even being a godly strongman is not automatic. We have a role to play. So we understand, again, over these last two weeks, the function of a godly strong. And that's all I have today. The first call is you're not saved. The enemy comes to kill, steal, destroy. Christ came that you may have life and that you may have life more abundantly. You can't get it right without Christ. I just showed you even the three levels to the body of Christ. Salvation is just the beginning. It starts with salvation. It doesn't end there. We start to begin to work for God and to live for Christ. When we get saved. So if you're not saved. You're ready to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. As your personal savior. You can repeat after me. Lord Jesus Christ. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And rose again from the dead. With all power in your hand. Father God please forgive me. For all of my sins. Known and unknown. Lord Jesus come into my heart. I want to live for you. You belong to me. I belong to you. If you just said that for the first time. We welcome you to the family of God. You are saved. And you can also send an email to info at thecorgreen.org to get some more information on your new journey. Amen. The second call is if you know that this is home, you've been hearing the sound, you've been hearing the sound no matter where you are across the globe. It is bearing witness with your spirit. You've been coming, showing up, showing up. This is where you're growing. This is where you're being stretched. This is where you're learning. If you know this is home. That I'm your pastor, that I'm your spiritual covering, no matter where you are across the globe. If you know this is home, you know God's doing a new thing, and this is this is what Holy Spirit is leading you. Send an email to info at thecoregreen.org. Info at thecoregreen.org. Saying you want to become a member of Upper Room Kingdom, and we welcome you in advance, in advance to the room. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. And remember, announcements, our church on the go, uh, scheduled for December is up. Uh, 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 
this uh, this Sunday at 11 a.m. Uh, we will be at uh, New Beginnings Ministries International Worship Center, 4140 Union Church Road in McDonough, Georgia. So that's right outside the Atlanta area. Uh, so that's this Sunday, December 15th at 11 a.m. And also Saturday, December 28th at 11 a.m. We'll be at the Embassy Suites, Atlanta, Alpharetta. But again, you can check out the uh, Apostle Corgi Ministries Facebook page and you will see that information there. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So I will close out in prayer. Father God, we come now to the end of yet another Bible study. We thank you. We thank you for all that was said and done, all that was revealed, oh God. We thank you, God, that this word will take root in our hearts and we will take heed to this word. We will apply this word to our lives, oh God. We thank you, God, your spirit of peace will rest upon everyone. Listen under the sound of my voice. In the mighty name of Jesus, send your ministry angels to minister unto them, O oh God. Let this word take root in our lives, that we will live it. We will live it, O oh God. That we will be the godly strongmen you raise us up to be, to defeat the demonic strongmen on earth who's trying to stop us from bringing your kingdom. And it's laughable, laughable, because they will not stop us from bringing your kingdom on earth. They will not stop us from bringing more of your glory. So we thank you. We praise you. We love you. We adore you. We give your name, all glory, honor, and praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. And please, please make sure you go back and listen to this Bible study. You did not get it all in one sitting. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. So make sure you go back and listen to it uh, sometimes throughout the week uh, before next week. Amen. As always, remember that you are the breath of God and God never wastes a breath. This is Apostle DeCore Green sign out. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. See you soon. Warriors, thank you for tuning in to the Spiritual Warfare Network podcast and applying today's teaching. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow Apostle Green on social media.